Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good morning and thank you for joining us on Community Focus today, where we always look at the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. Now, when we talk about people who are, quote unquote, on the spectrum, people with Asperger's or autism, Down syndrome, the words you usually hear are mentally disabled or challenged or special needs. And I love talking to Paul Salarulo because what we do is take out all of the negative words and get to special because each of these individuals is an individual with their own thoughts, their own desires and different ways of expressing it. And Paul has experience with this. And that's why we love supporting Salarulo's 5K walk run for champions to benefit Special Olympics. Paul, good morning. Thanks for being good with morning. us. Good morning. Thank you. My pleasure. I wish we had more uh, races so I can talk to you more often. <laughs> I know. It's you know, once or twice a year. But listen, That's it. your race makes such a huge impact. You raise so much money for Special Olympics Florida. And, you know, I know this started because of your personal experience with your son, Patrick. Actually, no, that's not why it started. Oh. It started 50 years ago when I was 16 years old. So I'm, I'm celebrating my 50th anniversary with Special Olympics, and my son is now 30. You know, I just saw that Special Olympics was having a 50th anniversary gala. I didn't realize it was yes. for you. <laughs> no, I wish it was for me. Well, yep. You know what? I, I think people in South Florida know you, know the good that you do, and celebrate you every day. And certainly the people who are part of Special Olympics do as well. Tell us, for those who don't know, what is unique about Special Olympics and how it helps boost people who have some sort of challenge that they have to overcome? Well, first of all, we all have challenges that we have to overcome, and I'm still working on mine. Yeah. So what Special Olympics does, it enables people to show what they can do. It shows off their abilities. So, And that's what we concentrate on. We concentrate on what they can do, not what they you know, have challenges for. So we have 23 sports. There's so many sports that they can choose from. Many choose one, many choose, like my son has about six or seven different sports that he likes to do. So there's something for everyone. And it really gives them the confidence that they need to, to feel good about themselves because you know things are getting better for people with some challenges. People are more accepting of them. Yeah. Uh, so society, society is getting it finally after all these years. And, um, you know, they're basically all our athletes are included in everything right now. So it just gives them an opportunity to shine on something that they know how to do best. Yeah, it's to put it in perspective, there was a time when someone who had Down syndrome or autism could be, you know, left at home all the time with a nurse or locked into a special needs hospital and left there to languish. And people just assumed there was nothing they could do. And research has proven and techniques have now evolved to help people learn how to communicate better um, because it's just a little part of the brain that may be different. Tell us about how Special Olympics works with these people of all ages to bring out this part of them that has been untapped. Well, you know, first we have to talk to the family and we'll find out what 
they like to do. Some like to do team sports. Some like to do individual sports. They may just want to bowl or swim or run track. So we got to know the personality first and, and what it is that the athlete likes to do. You know, and then what we find out, too, is what people don't realize is 64% of our athletes' families are below poverty level. Mm. So we find out that some of them don't even have a car. We have to have transportation to get them either from their home or from their school or facility that they're at and get them to practice because they practice all the time. Most people think that it's just, you know, four times a year we do something for the athletes. It's every day. Our athletes are practicing their sports you know, it's seasonal. You know, they have baseball season and basketball season, bowling and swimming seasons. So the key is to first find out their likes and what they want to try. So they may want to try something different. Like my son wants to go um, ski snow skis now in North Carolina. So we bring 60 of our athletes up there every year. And, um, you know, there's just so much for them to choose from. But we do get the families involved and make sure that, you know, everybody works together to do the right thing for their child. Yeah, it's really, it's a group effort. Um, I'm really struck by that statistic that 64% of the families are below poverty level. Is there a correlation? Is that because it costs them so much more as they're raising a child with needs? You know, well, does- I, I'm, not, I'm not really quite sure what the reason is for that. I mean, it could be a religious reason. You know, people will accept whatever God gives them, right. sends them. And there are others that may find out and may not accept that same decision. And it's, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really quite sure what the reason. Is it expensive to have a child with special needs? Of course. And that's why Special Olympics pays for everything. Right. Special Olympics pays for their uniforms, their transportations, their food when they have to go out of town and so forth. So the families don't have to uh, worry about any of that. And not too many programs do that. And that's why we need to raise as much money as we can because we're not federally funded. So that's why we have the race and bring all people in. So this race is for good runners, the best runners, and for our athletes who run a lot faster and better than I do. And, and most of our athletes uh, even beat the uh, so-called normal people. Yeah, they well, they train like professional athletes. When you yes. say they're working out every day and you can see it in the pictures, you know, with the defined muscles and, you know, they're fit and they are eager and excited and ready to go. Um, what's it like on the day of Salarulo's 5K walk run for Special Olympics, the race for champions, when the <laughs> trying to get the, the language right, when the spo- so-called normal people mix with the athletes, the Special Olympics Well, it, athletes. It's, it's probably the same feeling I had 50 years ago when I was new to all of this. Here I was, a 16-year-old kid, you know, with long hair at the time because it was the 60s and 70s, and I met these athletes. And, uh, you know, a couple of them are really going to hit you hard. They're going to get to you. And that's what I'm hoping for. That's why I try to bring these people in, because I'm a 66-year-old man, and we need these young kids to come over and take over. And that's why we decided to have the race so they can come in and connect with one of our athletes. That's all it's going to take. And that will be their life journey as well. And that's what I'm hoping for. And it has happened. I mean, we have so many young people coming to the race, particularly the students of Nova Southeastern University, FAU, Broward College, because it's, it's around the same area. Right. Um, and, and they've all started groups whether it's Best Buddies or Special Olympics, to help these athletes. And as you know, our office is in at Nova Southeastern University. So we get a lot of the students come by and uh, volunteer to help them out. But to see that, to see it actually happening on campus of NSU is, is thrilling. You know, we have a couple of thousand people there, 
mixing with each other, and it's it's just a great feeling. Well, this has to be one of the best years coming up. Actually, it's just next week, Saturday, November 5th, at Nova Southeastern, of course. And without the fear that we've had over the last few years when everything was COVID, 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 and it's not that it's 100% gone, but certainly the numbers are so much lower now. And they're talking about it like it'll be kind of like a flu every year. We may need a different vaccine, but we've learned how to control it. There are people who still wear masks. People at high risk are still concerned. But more and more people are going out, people are traveling, people are participating in these races. So I would think the numbers are going to be ginormous. Um, I hope you're right. Yeah. I think you will be. I think, well, I think, think you'll be right. I mean, it's you, when you do this, it's more than just a race. It's a carnival. It's a festival. It's a family affair. Uh, tell us everything that happens and what time we need to be there. Well, registration starts at seven o'clock, but the race starts at eight o'clock. So people should be there earlier because there's a lot of people coming to Nova Southeast University at the same time. There's plenty of parking. The race begins at eight. Once that's over, like any other race, you know, we have medals to hand out to people in their category. OK, so all ages are participating. And each participant receives a medal as well. So whether they win or not, everyone gets a medal from one of our athletes. So some people are going to be leaving with two medals and some people are going to be only leaving with one medal. But wow. everybody participates. Yeah, it's it, it's great. And some volunteers decide to walk with some of our athletes or run with the athletes. Love it. And then breakfast will be served. We have the Knights of Columbus there serving breakfast. We have other folks serving breakfast. Lunch will be served. So it, it really is more of a carnival type of setting and there's a lot of games for the kids to be to do and there's a lot to learn there too we have a lot of tents with your groups like best buddies and ant stalk center you know people who help people with challenges are all going to be there to provide information to the families and those who want to come on how to make them you know better than they are you know if for no other reason that is a great reason for families who have members with special needs to come out and be part of the Special Olympics, the Race for Champions, Salarulo's Race for Champions, because there are often people who don't know where to turn. And they think, well, you know, I can't get this help in the schools. It's not exactly the right fit. Or they're in a class with, you know, 15 kids who all have different special needs and one teacher who may not be able to deal with all of them in the amount of time that they have. So now you're talking about organizations who can devote time directly to the people with special needs. And again, as I mentioned about Special Olympics, what's so special, <laughs> in addition to everything else, is you don't age out of the program. Right. So someone can be with Special Olympics forever, right? Correct. I mean, we have kids coming uh, from young ages to over 90 years old. Wow. You know, we, uh, us kids, we do get a little older. No. And, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and we need a little help. Right. So no, there's no, there's, there's no age limit. Okay. And that is also a really amazing thing to see when a 90-year-old is crossing the finish line and a 90-year-old who has dealt with challenges their whole life and been through the changes in society and, as you say, the cultural changes where there's now an acceptance, where you see more people with Down syndrome on television or actors, programs about or that feature people with autism as a regular character instead of pushing them away into a little hospital room where nobody visits. It's got to be such a great feeling 
for all of them to, you know, we talk about role models and, and how what we see is what we believe we can do. So the Correct. more that people who have challenges see others like themselves achieving things, the more they believe and then they come to something like Special Olympics or Best Buddies or the Ann Stork Center. And now you've got care and you also have camaraderie and all of that works to build a team. If I remember, it's not so much competitive in an ugly way, the way some team sports are where parents get angry and they yell at the referees. There's something very special, really, about these people with special needs. You know this from personal experience. I do. I mean, I watch kids fall while they're running and the, the whole team stops, picks them up, and they don't care who wins or who loses. It's just, it's, just, it's just about participating. You know, years ago, I think it was society that made parents be embarrassed of their children. Yeah. And that's why you didn't see much. But it, it doesn't work that way anymore. Parents are proud of their children. You know, my son has talents that he's a great singer. He, he, he remembers all the words, every song, no matter whether it's Frank Sinatra or, or the new stuff today. But everybody's gifted. Everybody has their own gifts, and it's, it's time that it, it has happened where society has enabled everybody to shine, and that's what it's all about. Special Olympics allows our athletes to shine, and it's not just for the day. It's every day of their lives. They have something to look forward to. So if someone is listening and they have a family member or a loved one or a friend with special needs, how do they get in touch with Special Olympics to become part of the program? They can just look us up. It's Special Olympics Broward County. Each county has an office, um, whether they're listening from Palm Beach, just like on Special Olympics in the area, there's telephones, telephone numbers listed. Call the executive director and someone will be happy to talk to them about how, to, how they can get involved. Okay. And for anyone who wants to be part of Salarulo's Race for Champions next Saturday at Nova Southeastern University, the website where they can sign up? It's just Salarulo's Race for Champions. Just put it, just Google it. And all the information is there. Okay. And I know you have an auction that goes along with the event, another way to raise funds for Special Olympics. I was looking at some of the auction items because you can bid online now. And Correct. it's unbelievable the, the deals you can get right now. Uh, there right. are trips, a drone, um, electronics, Spa jewelry. packages, jewelry, memorabilia. There's always the autographed pictures of sports figures. Um, the travel blew my mind. You know, a, a five-night, six-day stay in a home in North Carolina uh, that someone bid outright and bought it already. <laughs> that, was, that, was sold, that was sold last night. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I mean, yeah. and, and the deals are amazing. Their trips to St. Augustine, Atlantis, Paradise Island, the wine specialties, um, the restaurants, you know, so many restaurants in South Florida came together and donated dinners and packages. And, you know, you, you could make yourself a tourist bidding on these <laughs> items and just going to all these different places. How do no, you right. get who goes and gets all of these things to be donated? Well, it's real easy. We live we live in the most charitable county in America. Mm. We really do. And and all you have to do is ask. Everyone loves Special Olympics. Everyone knows someone who enjoys Special Olympics. So it's real easy. So we, we just, that's, that's what we do. Go around, knocking on a few doors, ask our friends to participate, and we don't get any no's. Okay. So 
we're, we're, we're really excited about how the community comes together yeah. and uh, always does the right thing for our athletes. And it's not only for this race, too. They oh, participate no. all year round. Yeah. I, I mean, there are so many charities that want attention, and we do as much as we can to provide as much as we can. And it's always gratifying to see when our listeners come out. And, you know, when they're for breast cancer awareness, when they do the pink walk and they're all dressed in pink and their hair is colored pink. Is there a special color for Special Olympics? Well, this year we, we're doing teal. OK, I have to yes. get my teal hairspray. <laughs> I, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, that's I try and, you know, the nail polish and the hairspray and the outfit always has to be the right color. So teal it is this year. And I'm so excited that I will be there along with friends from Cox Media Group. And we're excited about it. Do you still need volunteers? We can always use volunteers. I mean, we'll always find something that, that, that they'll do uh, when they get there. Okay. Uh, should they call someone or again, go to the website? Go to the website and all the instructions are there. Okay. I, I cheated. I looked it up. It's champions5k.org. You'll find everything there that you need from registration to the teams. If you're not ready to go by yourself, you can join a team or you can support a team uh, right. and make a donation. And of course, you can bid on those auction items and find information on how to participate, how to give back to our community. And this large population of people who are special with their special needs. Anything else that we need to know or you want us to know about Salarula's 5K or Special Olympics? Yes, I'd like all your listeners to know that you are my favorite ambassador for people with special needs. And I thank you for that. You're going to make really me are. cry. Thank you. No, no, no. I, I say that because it's the truth. And we look forward to seeing you there. We look forward to seeing your fans there. You're a lady with a big heart. And uh, we love you for that. The love is going everywhere this morning. Thank you so much. Paul Salarulo, we're going to see you on stage two next Saturday, 8 a.m. Join us at Nova Southeastern University for Salarulo's Race for Champions. It's a 5K. You can run it, you can walk it, or you can just come out and have a good time, all to benefit Special Olympics Florida. Can't wait to see you and give you a big hug, Paul. Thank you, Ellen. Can't wait to see you, too. Thanks, right. thanks for everything. Thank you for joining us on Community Focus today. October 30th, a very special day. Today is the inaugural miami Day. County Hometown Heroes Parade, and we had to bring in Chairman of the Miami-Dade County Board of County Commissioners, Pepe Diaz, to tell us more about it. Thank you so much for being with us today, Chairman Diaz. Thank you, Ellen, for having me with you. And it's a great thing that we're doing, and it's going to be a great event. So it's a pleasure to be here with you. I'm just stunned at everything that you all have put together, starting with the parade at 11 a.m. on Biscayne Boulevard, going to the FTX Arena, the water parade once we get to the arena with the Marine Division first responders, the whole family fun fest going on in until seven o'clock tonight. But what's most important, I think, is who we're honoring and why we're doing it. Can you talk about that? Well, basically, the most important people that are part of this parade are going to be the first responders, the healthcare workers, the doctors, the people that the professionals, the police, of course, and fire departments. And, you know, we're, we're going to be there joining them um, in support of them. They're, they're heroes in our community. And, and for us, that's that's very important to do something like this. It's important that the way it's going to be done, it's, it's just to say thank you. During COVID, there were heroes. Many lost their lives helping others. 
So this is important to just say thank you and be with them and, and get to meet them. And, and you know, as I, I always say as a Marine, you know, when you see somebody that's in uniform and the airport or whatever in transit, just go up and say thank you to them. And it's the same thing with the people that serve us every day. You know, when you hit 9-11, they're the ones who respond and we got to say thank you. And when you get to the hospital or you... You know, these are the people there that no matter what, they're going to be helping you and no matter what crisis it is. So that's what it's all about. Yeah, we always say the the people who run in when everyone else is running away when there's a dangerous situation. And we know how many people stepped up during the pandemic. And it's so refreshing to be able to talk about the pandemic in the past, although there are still cases, we know that. In fact, one of the things that will be available at the FTX arena today is vaccines. People can get vaccinated if they'd like to. Correct. Correct. And and look, the mayor and all of us, myself as chairman and my colleagues, all of them are extremely supportive of this. But I got to, you know, a shout out for Danielle Cohen-Higgins, Commissioner Danielle Cohen-Higgins, that spearheaded our event along with the vice chairman, Gilbert, that together came up with this idea. And I've done a couple of parades in the past. And I said, let me join you because this is important. And we all joined. And and this is a, a community effort all the way from the top. And I want to clarify, this is different from Veterans Day parades, which will be coming up on the 11th, 12 days. You know, but this is a whole different group of people that we're honoring. Correct. We, we usually it's just the veterans and different branches and so on, which I'm very proud and always honorable to do. And it's personal to me, obviously. But this is this is the nurses, the doctors, the healthcare workers, the people that the frontline workers that are there, the, you know, the, the teachers that were in the classrooms, everybody, you know, especially our police and fire to show up and deal with the people having a virus that we didn't know anything really about. A lot of speculations, a lot of things. And we learned along the way, but when learning with these people standing there and making sure to protect and help the other people. So this is the minimum we could be in life is thankful. And being there and participating, I think it's just one way of saying thank you. And all of us, all of us were affected one way or another during the pandemic. And I like the way you say that it's better to talk about it like we're talking about it now than when we're talking about it before. Yeah. Thank God that's the position right now. Absolutely. So the parade is going to include police, of course, canine units, special forces, fire department, urban search and rescue, of course, hazmat teams, because we had no idea, as you said, how dangerous and how contagious COVID was at the beginning. Technical rescue, Marine Patrol, National Guard, healthcare workers getting their due. The Homeless Trust and Provider Network, who were able to help so many people who didn't have the resources to get help during the pandemic. And of course, marching bands and floats, VIP dignitaries, and our elected officials, and I am assuming that includes you, will be in the parade. Amen. I plan to be there along with my first responders. And, and it's a tribute to them. We're just uh, there with them and saying thank you. And, and it's a pleasure to be able to do so. So, yes, we're we're all going to be there. I'm bringing my family and just sit there and have a good time from such a sad moment to such a great and happy moment. Yeah, this is going to be I, I'm I'm absolutely stunned when I started looking at everything that's going on. So first, there's the parade starting at 11 a.m. at Biscayne Boulevard from the 
Intercontinental Hotel, and then that will be going to the FTX Arena's Parcel B, which is right on the water behind the arena itself. And from there, you've got the Water Parade, which I've already mentioned, uh, was celebrating the Marine Division, first responders, a boat parade incorporating their vessels with U.S. Coast Guard, fire, police, and sponsors. And then to make it even more fun, they're going to have vessels with water spraying features and jet ski aerialists and flyboard aerialists. And then this huge family fun fest that runs from 12 to 7 o'clock, seven hours of fun at the FTX Arena. One of the very special things is going to be the opportunity to meet all of these first responders, healthcare workers in person. Is there going to be a special area set up for them? Of course, there's a special area, and especially for the kids, there's even going to be a fun zone. Uh, I understand there's going to be mobile zip lines, a bungee jump, a rock climbing wall, Halloween activities too, including a pumpkin patch. And, you know, I, man, we're going all out. You <laughs> really are. I'm trying we to. We got think, a lot of things. I, I, and you've got the mascots from the teams, the Marlins, the Dolphins, the Miami Heat, local dance teams, musical acts. I'm just trying to figure out how you all put this together and really in a fairly short amount of time. Yeah, that's what that's what I meant to say. Us all working together as a government, alongside with the community, and you know the hospitals themselves have been a big part of it too, helping out. And everybody, everybody that we could imagine is part of this. And every day, I think some are calling and say, "How can we be part of this?" So many companies. I lost list as to how many companies are involved in this. Um, everybody's pitching in, and let's just go out and enjoy it. And at the same time, the minimum thing we could do is say thank you. And this is what this parade and this fun time afterwards, as you said very carefully, it's the way to just thank you is the best thing we could do. Amen. And, and that's where we're going to yeah, I, I, it's going to be packed. I know that. And so I'm going to recommend people show up early today. Everything starts at 11 a.m. Line up along Biscayne Boulevard. There will be signs to direct you where to park, where to stand. And uh, then, of course, head over to the FTX Arena after the float parade to catch the water parade and the fun fest for the entire family. I think this is going to be the biggest thing that's happened in Miami-Dade County, maybe since the Heat won the championship. <laughs> I think you're right. Huh? I think you're right. Yeah. And by the way, something else. We got uh, Homestead uh, Air Force Base. We got the Makos. They're going to do a flyover. Oh, so great. This is this is great. So you're right. I think this is going to be as big or bigger. I think it's going to be even bigger. I think so. Than when, than he won. so. Uh, I just want to thank you and the Board of Commissioners, all of you coming together, 13 districts working together for such a positive purpose. And, and I've got to imagine these were some of the most fun, easiest meetings you ever had in politics. <laughs> you're, you're exactly correct. <laughs> all right. So today, today's the day we put politics aside. And this is all about the love for our community and the people who have been there for us to help through something we'd never experienced before. And it was quite a challenge, but we made it through. So thank you, Chairman Diaz, for your support. And I'm looking forward to seeing you at the parade. I'm looking forward to seeing you too. And just real fast, 
every city in Dade County is also participating. So this is huge. You're you're right. This yeah. is a first of its kind. Yeah. Can't wait. You can follow on Twitter at Miami Dade Parks. I'm sure there will be pictures and videos, but best thing, go in person and see it live for yourself. Bring the kids. What a day it'll be. Something that they won't forget. Ah, Chairman Diaz, it's wonderful talking to you. I guess you know, go, go get yourself dressed for the parade. <laughs> God bless you and have a great one. You too. (laughs) Thanks. Bye-bye. And thank you for listening to Community Focus this morning. If you have questions about today's show or would like to suggest a topic, please feel free to email me at ellen.jaffe, J-A-2-F-1-E, at cmg.com. Join us again next Sunday for an all-new edition of Community Focus, and have a wonderful day. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.